Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the first Monday with our very own Fabrizio Romano of 2022. And of course, the transfer window is open, meaning so many news coming your way. Fabrizio Romano, a very busy man, but we got plenty to discuss, including Ricardo Pepe to Augsburg. Lukaku, what's going to happen with him? Anthony Martial and Manchester United and Laporta saying Barcelona are back question mark this and much more que golazo Fabrizio Romano 2022 begins right now hey everybody welcome to que golazo happy new year I hope you begin this week with all the energy and happiness in the world and it's great to have our very own Fabrizio Romano Fab how are you buddy Hello, my friend. Happy New Year to you. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. At the moment, I'm isolating, but I'm good. So still fighting with COVID, but soon I will be back at top level. But everything is great. And I want to wish a new, Happy New Year to all our listeners and followers on all platforms. Always a super pleasure to be together. Absolutely. Coronavirus, uh, the last months of uh, their contract is leaving uh, Fabrizio Romano's club. So don't worry. He will be 100% back to full fitness. And by the way, Fab, even though you've been recuperating and uh, good to see that you're doing better, etc., you still working, my man. And of course, as we speak, just recently announcing Ricardo Pepe to Augsburg. Unbelievable. 18 years old. We talked about it in the weekend recap, of course, but the 18-year-old uh, Mexican-American from FC Dallas uh, moves to the Bundesliga. First of all, Fab, uh, as you made uh, the call, the announcement, etc. Are you surprised by this move? Because you've been reporting on Pepe for a while now, and it all began really with you know, there was a lot of hype. Uh, I, I don't want to say uh, under-necessitated hype, but there was hype about him, especially because he was scoring for the USMNT. And there were very many clubs interested. So how did it come about that it ended with Augsburg? Yes, I'm surprised. To be honest, I wasn't expecting this move because, as you, as you said, many and many clubs were around Ricardo Pepe. I'm happy on one side because, uh, you know, yes, I'm surprised. But on the other side, I'm happy because he's joining a club where he can be uh, a starter he can have the chance to show his skills maybe it's better to do this kind of move instead of going to top club like for example with all respect to Augsburg but talking about top European clubs like mm. Roma for example with Brian Reynolds and then you're never playing you know and so you're going to have a problem in one or two years so I think Augsburg is a very good step for him he has the chance to be a starter to show his skills in Bundesliga so I'm super super happy for the player and super happy for Augsburg because they get a super interesting talent at the same point I'm surprised because as you mentioned, many clubs were interested in him. Wolfsburg were the front runners for weeks and weeks, but then they have many strikers. And this is why this move was not making a lot of sense for the player. And also, <clears throat> talking about uh, Dallas's big money, because it's going to be 16 million euros plus add ons. So it's going to be a huge fee for, for Ricardo Pepe. Uh, and many top clubs were monitoring him. 
but he was not ready yet maybe to do this kind of step. So I think it's a very interesting move and very smart move for him. How many team, you mentioned Wolfsburg, of course, and there was that U-turn, and you make a very good point about, you know, Pepe himself. He wants to, I remember interviewing him around that time as well during the USMNT qualifiers in October, November, and he said, you know, to me, it's important to show what I can do. Very confident young man, and he doesn't want to sit on the bench the whole time. So, you know, I guess my question is, how certain was Pepe that he wanted to go to Augsburg, did he was he was it weighing on his mind and his representatives a lot, or what is it? Was it as simple as look, you're gonna get your starting minutes here, and you're in the Bundesliga, and you're only 18. What else is there to talk about? No, I'm told that the player is super happy. He's super super smart boy, as you said. You you had this interview with him, and you you can see that the boy is very smart. It's not just about the badge of the club where you're going to play. So of course you're dreaming of Real Madrid, or maybe you want to go to Italy or Premier League or this kind of move. But then at the end, if you move to this club and you're never playing, you're going to have a problem. And so this kind of move is perfect. Bundesliga are always giving a chance to young talents to, to show their skills, to do the right step at the right moment. He's only 18, so I think it's the perfect league for him. And I'm told that the player was very happy when he had this opportunity and he's very serious. And this is something that I think is going to be positive also for the United States national team because this boy is, is special, has the skills to be special. Yeah, absolutely. I remember him saying something in the interview that, you know, he studies uh, Lewandowski and Haaland, like he tapes their games and study. And so I'm thinking that the Bundesliga was always going to be an attractive uh, place for him, especially because so many Americans are there anyway as well. So, okay, so let's just quickly run down the details then for Brito Romano. 20 million, uh, a record for FC Dallas. How long's the contract? Uh, any stipulations? Yes, the contract is for five years. This is a record fee, as you mentioned, 20 million dollars and this a very huge one and with, with adults also. So uh, it's something that is going to be historical also for Augsburg because for Augsburg, many people say in Germany, uh, maybe there is Bayern behind this move because it's crazy to see Augsburg paying this money. I'm told that Bayern are not involved in this Ricardo Pepe story. Of course, they follow talents as every club in the world, but this is not the case of club paying for another club for the player. So it's only Augsburg and it's a record fee. It's a record fee for, for MLS. It's a record fee for, for Augsburg too. And so it's going to be super interesting to see the next steps for this boy. Absolutely. All right, very quickly, you did mention there Brian Reynolds. What's the latest on him? Yes, Bruges interested in him in, in Belgium, but at the moment still nothing agreed with Roma. And this is why some MLS clubs are starting to keep tabs on, on him. So I think MLS move is something that is making sense to a player because he doesn't want to face the risk to move to Belgium and have the same problem he had with Roma. So you move there and then you're not playing as a starter. He wants to play, he needs to play, he's young. And this is why MLS is the most likely destination for him in general. We're going to come back to MLS because there's a certain Italian that could be on his way there as well. But we'll uh, quickly move on here to uh, Romelu Lukaku because it's a very recent piece of news, of course. Uh, Chelsea and Liverpool drew 2 all on Sunday. A fantastic game. Lukaku not involved, obviously, because of that interview. He gave not approved by Chelsea. So I'm imagining that was really the main component there uh but what can you tell me because there's meant to be a meeting as we speak or maybe a little later on with thomas tuho yes meeting face to face the situation of lukaku is very complicated we can say this interview was a bomb uh, was was really a bomb because what he said 
was not expected. The interview was not approved by Chelsea, so they didn't know about it. Thomas Tuchel didn't know about it, so they were all surprised and shocked to see the, the, the words from, from Romelu. Uh, at the same point, now it's time to clarify. I think Thomas Tuchel has been very smart uh, to respect the team and to say, OK, for the Liverpool game, Romelu is not even involved with the team because... You know, it's a matter of respect for the dressing room, and this is why he wanted to protect the team. Uh, then they're facing Liverpool. They were facing Liverpool, so it was a very important game for for Chelsea. Now it's time to face to face meeting today. So let's see what happens with this with this meeting. My expectation is for Romelu Lukaku and Tuchel to find a way to continue together. I can't see Chelsea spending 115 million euros for Romelu Lukaku and then having him out of their team for six months or something like this is something that is making no sense. So the idea into the club is still the same from what I'm told. Also today in the morning, I was checking and the answer was Romero Lukaku for Chelsea in January. He's not going to leave. He's not going to leave the club. Uh, we have rumors on loan to Inter because his interview was about Inter, but Inter have no possibility to sign Romelu Lukaku again and they're not considering to open negotiation with Chelsea after four months. They received 115 million euros and then imagine four months later to have the player on loan would be mad and Chelsea are not doing this. So in January, nothing is going to happen. I'm sure they will try to find a way to continue together and then in the summer will be time to decide what's the best solution because Romelu in that interview was seeming really not so happy with the situation at Chelsea. Yeah, uh, correct about that. And obviously we can't, it's, it would be silly to predict the summer because so many things can happen between now and, and May and June, especially depending how Chelsea do in the Premier League, the Champions League and Romelu Lukaku, of course, himself. So we'll keep track on that. But thanks for that. Uh, there, Fabrizio Romano here on this Monday. Let's stick in the Premier League and let's go to another forward here. So intriguing here, uh, Fabrizio Romano, because Manchester United obviously, you know, making some moves. Ralph Ranić there, uh, you know, trying to fix things, etc. Uh, the topsy-turvy situation with United. But Anthony Martial, uh, just so incredible. It's, it's been going on forever, really. Just like what's happening with him. So what's going on? Is there any chance of Martial leaving Manchester United in January? Is anybody interested? Because the boy is talented. Uh, he's just not getting his minutes. Yes, and as Ralph Ragnick said in, in his press conference, he said, okay, after seven years, he wants to be a starter. And so it's something that you can understand. As you mentioned, talented boy, but not always a starter for Bay United. Many times with up and down uh, into the club. And this is why he's looking for a new solution. But also a very good point from Ralph Ragnick when he says, okay, you want to leave. We respect your idea. But at the same point, it has to be an interesting deal also for Man United and not only for the player. What does it mean? From what I'm told, Man United want the payment of the salary of Anthony Martial till the end of the season and mm -hmm. loan fee too. So it's not going to be super easy to have Anthony Martial from Man United because we can say, OK, he's available on loan. Yes, but you have to pay a fee and also the salary of the player. So this is why the negotiation is not easy. This is why Sevilla from Spain, they were super interested in Anthony Martial. The director, Monchi, appreciates him. But at the moment, it's not even close to be completed as of now because of the salary and because of the low fee. So if the situation will change, uh, maybe they can jump again on, on Anthony Martial or some other club from other countries can try. But at the moment, for example, also Juventus are, are facing the same problem. Also, if they could be interested, at the moment, they are not paying that money for, for a four or five months loan. So this is why the situation is still quite around Martial. But I'm sure that he wants to go. Man United are prepared to let him go. And this is why in the coming days, maybe the situation can change. Yeah, there's no way that Monchi, who finds money under his sofa, is going to be <laughs> overspending over Anthony Martial. No chance. All right, well, how about the other one then? Edison Cavani. 
Ranić loves him, and he says the Uruguayan is not for sale. Is that true? Yes, 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 it's true, and he's going to stay. We had a lot of rumors uh, also from, from South America talking about Corinthians, and it's normal to dream about in San Cavani, but from what I'm told, he had no contact with Corinthians for January move. So let's see in the summer what he wants to do, but for January, nothing is going to happen with Corinthians. Same for Barcelona, because they're looking for a striker. They were interested in Cavani, but they know that May United are not letting Cavani leave as free agents in January, and this is what Barcelona were hoping. Uh, so let's see what happens in the summer, because he's out of contract in June 2022. So now, in a few months, we will know more about Cavani's future but for January he's gonna stay Ragnik loves him as you mentioned and he's doing great he's scoring goals he's happy and so at the moment there is nothing happening for for Edinson Cavani all right a few more pieces here with Manchester United because they're making a few moves or at least rumors around the club but Axel Twanzebe on loan uh, at Aston Villa his second stint there but he is fourth choice centre-back obviously it was originally decided because when Dean Smith was there they were thinking of a three-man centre-back situation with Minx, Konsa, Hausa or Twanzebe now obviously with Jared, that's different he's not getting the minutes he wants Manchester United now is listening to offers how close is it to Napoli he goes to Napoli. Yes, it's almost done. It's not completed yet with, with paperwork, but they're working on it. So it's just a matter of hours, I think. And then Tuanzebe will be new Napoli player. It's going to be a straight loan till the end of the season. So no buy option included. They're going to pay uh, a loan fee to Manchester United to complete everything in the coming days. It's a bit less than 1 million. So let's see the final the final fee, but it's going to be less than 1 million euros. And so everything is agreed. Aston Villa, as you mentioned, uh, perfect point as always, but they, they agreed. So they're just waiting for May United and Napoli to sign the contrast and then everything will be completed and so interesting move also for Napoli they were needing a centre back because of Koulibaly leaving for the Africa Cup joining Senegal and so it's time now for them to have Tuanzebe as new centre back Yeah, 16 year old Josh Feeney centre back was on the bench for Aston Villa this weekend because of Tuanzebe's unavailability next week Fabrizio Romano I want you to give me a list of Villa and Steven Gerrard <laughs> just for me and you I won't even take let's do it let's do it let's do it <laughs> hey, speaking of that by the way oh, this past Summer Aston Villa really could have, I felt, could have had a chance at maybe going for Julian Alvarez, the River Plate attacker playing for Argentina as well. Such a talent, Julian Alvarez. If you don't know who he is, please just just go there and, and watch his goals on YouTube, specifically the one against Boca Juniors. But a very talented boy. There's some rumors, Fab, about you know his agent in Europe and Manchester United a meeting. What anything to this? His agent in Europe is true, but using May United is also very easy to do sometimes to, to push some moves <laughs> from, from South America. When in so, doubt, put Manchester United, right? Yes, right. it's easy game. It's easy game. Now, let me say that, of course, May United, as we mentioned, they sent a scout to watch this boy, but it's not only May United. Many European clubs sent their scouts to watch Julian Alvarez in the last few months, but at the moment from May United... There is nothing else. So, for, of course, his agent will have many meetings with European clubs. Of course, next week will be busy for Fernando Hidalgo, his, his agent. But at the same point, there is nothing decided by Man United. Uh, there is nothing decided on his release clause. So let's see what happens. But from what I'm told, as of now, it is not something imminent for, for Man United. Oh, we could have had him in the summer, man. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, focus uh, out of the Premier League and into La Liga. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Juan Laporta, Fabrizio Romano, you were quoting him on Twitter, of course, uh, discussing a lot, by the way. Uh, Erlen Haaland as a possible real option. Morata as well, maybe. Xavi wants him, apparently. Obviously, we know about Ferran Torres, not registered yet because he's not meeting the salary cap uh, regulations from La Liga. And Juan Laporta said, Fabrizio, Barcelona are back. Uh, what say you, Fabrizio Romano? And what's the latest on Barcelona, including all these things that we're talking about? Yes, uh, starting with strikers, it's true that they want Alvaro Morata. But at the moment, if Juventus can find a replacement, they're not letting Morata leave in January. So it's not so easy. It's true that Xavi is calling Morata every single day, as he did with Ferran Torres. So he's pushing to have the player. And Morata wants to join Barcelona. But at the moment, Juventus are still keeping it quiet because they can't find a replacement. A lot of mm. rumors, Icardi, the other players. But as of now, I'm told that nothing is close. And so let's see if they will be able to do it in the coming days or not. But at the moment, it's still quiet for Morata. Holland is, is the big dream of Barcelona and same for Real Madrid and same for many clubs in Anybody, Europe. right. As we always say, it's not going to be decided now. Nothing will be decided in January. So we will see. But it's true that Barcelona are on it. We have to say that when Juan Laporta says we are back, I think he means that Barcelona are back to um, tempt players. So also top players are now tempted to join Barcelona. Their um, objectives, so their intentions. Yes, they're exactly, right, right. exactly. We're talking about the plan and we're talking about top players open to discuss with Barcelona, something that maybe last summer was not possible. So now seems to be different. But at the same point, on financial situation, as you mentioned, they need to clarify something. And so let's see what happens with Ferran Torres in the coming days. They are confident to, to register him. But at the same point, for next summer, they need to rebuild many and many things. It's about the salaries. It's about players to get rid of in the coming, in the coming months. And at the same point, to decide on players out of contract. Sergi Roberto, Usman Dembélé. Many things to do for Barcelona before saying, we are definitely back. And this is my, my feeling. But they are happy with the fact that they can meet with agents like Mino and they have top players open to discuss with Barcelona. It doesn't mean that they're joining 100%, but they're negotiating for this possibility. So let's see what happens. We are back, sort of. Um, well, there's two other questions, though, uh, regarding that. You mentioned Ousmane Dembele, because it, w w what's the latest with him? Because if there's a chance of a contract extension, but I do believe that maybe that will be lowered in order to fit in Fer Ferran Torres. Is that true? Yes, and this is why it's not easy. This is why exactly why it's not easy. The Mele says, and I think it's also something we can understand, it's also easy to attack the player sometimes. And of course, I can understand the position of the fans. But at the same point, he says, if my president says, I am like Mbappé, better than Mbappé, pay me as a top yeah. player. And no, not less than what Absolutely. they're paying. Yeah. So at the same point, at the moment, there is still... Nothing agreed for, uh, for, for Dembélé between, between Barcelona and, and Dembélé. Matteo Alemani also said today that there is no meeting scheduled with his agent, so they are just waiting for the final answer of the player. My feeling is that Premier League or maybe Liga and solution out of La Liga are the most likely right now. Yeah, well, we will talk about that during the week because there is one particular club that maybe <laughs> could do it in uh, the Premier League. By the way, is Luke de Jong for sale? He scored this weekend. Yes, he scored. Uh, he played a very good game. So let's see, you know, the transfer markets at times is crazy. Cadiz are interested in him, but he has made no decision yet. He's taking his time. Also, Besiktas approached him, but he's taking his time. Nothing has been decided. I think they will wait to see if they will be able to find a new striker, Morata or anyone else in the market in the coming weeks. Maybe the situation will change. If not, he has chances also maybe at the end to stay.
All right. Well, it's a domino effect. I still see. I still see him leaving the club. To be honest. Yeah. If I have to predict, he's not part of Xavi's idea for Barcelona, no matter what. Right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I talked to everybody that I said we were gonna also discuss MLS once again, and here we are. Toronto FC once had a very fun, exciting, cute as a button attacker in uh, Jovinko, and now that he's gone, they're thinking of maybe Fabrizio Romano. Lorenzo Insigne, unbelievable. It would be quite the move here to MLS. What's the latest? How much? When would you do it? The now, summer, what's the latest on this? Yes, it would be for the summer because Lorenzo Insigne, as we always say, this is not leaving Napoli in January, so he's 100% staying in January. But it would be as free agent for the summer. Proposal from Toronto is on the table. It's a very big proposal because we're talking about 11 million euros guaranteed per season, plus 4.5 million euros salary, uh, plus benefit for Lorenzo, for his family, talking about house and this kind of things. So incredible proposal. He's very tempted, very tempted. He's not signed yet and not fully agreed yet. But I say yet because this week uh, there will be a direct contact between Toronto board and Lorenzo and senior representatives again to find agreement and everything is looking uh, very serious. So I think that there are huge chances to see Lorenzo and senior as the Toronto player in the summer. Okay, I have a question, Fabrizio, uh, and everybody that's listening, please, everybody relax, because I, I have covered Major League Soccer for a long time. I respect it so much. I have great relationships with many clubs there so and i love it I, i've written about the future of mls and how important it is to bring in talent like insignia but i'm wondering insignia fabrizio amazing at euro 2020 euro 2020 winner uh he's only 30 right he doesn't tell 31 until june i believe he can still off are there no other suitors or is there other clubs that are interested you know, Lorenzo Insigne is not just a player. He's Napoli symbol. He's Napoli captain. He only played for Napoli instead of two loan deals with Pescara and Foggia when he was 17 and 16. So Napoli is part of his life. And so, but Napoli are offering him 3.5 million and Toronto 11.5. So you can understand that it's more than tempting. Yes, yes, yes. We can say that it's big money, but also we have to respect that if we want to try something different, he doesn't want to talk at the moment with Italian clubs to, to respect Napoli. So I think he's also part of his idea to respect the city to respect the fans and maybe saying i'm going to try something completely different because from premier league we had a lot of rumors tottenham newcastle but no one uh, were seriously making a big proposal to Lorenzo Insigne. and so this is why i think that toronto proposal is impossible to say no when you say 11 million plus 4.5 bonuses is incredible it's more than a budget for an actual mls club to be honest on just one uh, particular player but absolutely um i, I mean jovinko got appearances for Italy during his Toronto time. So I wouldn't think that this would damage his responsibilities with Mancini and Italy. What do you think? No, I think the same. I think the same also because uh, first of, first point, we have to go to the, to the World Cup. That is something that we still don't know because let's see what right. happens with Portugal. If we go to the World Cup, we have to see then at the end in, in November what is going to uh, to happen. But I'm sure that Lorenzo Insigne will be part of the team. He's He's always being part of the team with Mancini, so he's not going to change his mind because of four or five months. Let's see after the World Cup. Maybe there we have to see what happens with, with Lorenzo. But as of now, I'm sure that if Italy will go to the World Cup, Lorenzo Insigne will be in the team 100%. I love it. All right, Fabrizio Romano, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, and by the way, we have another great episode coming later this week where we focus on a particular club, and that club will be Newcastle United because of all the things 
they have to do in January in order to stay in the Premier League. Otherwise, they'll be the richest club in the championship. But very quickly, because it, it is a moving story, uh, Kieran Trippier uh, from Atletico Madrid, England, of course. Um, obviously, we're going to talk a lot about this more later in the week, but it seems that he's saying goodbye to Diego Simeone um, after that win against Rayo Vallecano. It seems that it's over. What's the latest? Yes, because Newcastle are pushing to sign him. It's not fully done yet, but they are getting closer to sign Kieran Trippier. They're negotiating with Atletico Madrid. It's around 25, 28 million. So let's see if they will be able to complete the agreement. But they're getting closer. They're getting closer. Trippier wants to come back to England. And so there are huge chances to see Kieran Trippier as new Newcastle player. As I said, it's not fully done yet. So let's see what happens. But it's a serious possibility. And so Newcastle are going big on the market and we're going to talk about it. Well, as we mentioned, we will talk about it more in depth with Newcastle because they've got more than one player to focus on. But before we say goodbye, Fabrizio, anything that you're focusing on this week that we haven't discussed yet? Yes, many things. Many things, to be honest, because we're now in the market. So there are many and many things. For example, Onana to sign his contract with Inter. I think we are at the final stage of this negotiation. It's very important here here in Italy. Let's see what happens with Luka Modric contract with, with Real Madrid because also contracts for players with contracts expiring in 2022 yep. is going to be a key week and key weeks, for example, for Rudiger, Modric, many situations to be clarified. So Modric, I still see him signing a new deal with Real Madrid till 2023. And then let's see what Chelsea will decide to do for the left-back because they need one. The chill will injure it. They need to take a decision in this position. So let's see if they will go for Lucas Dean or maybe try to recall Emerson Palmieri. I think it's something will be decided in the coming days after that Lukaku uh, disaster. They will try to, to go for the, for the left-back. And then let's see. We'll be together to give you the breaking news when we'll be there. I love it. I love it. Fabrizio Romano. And by the way, uh, youtube.com forward slash Kego Lasso. We're nearly 7,000 subscribers. So many popular videos. But Fabrizio, our video with transfers of 2021 is blowing up, my it's friend, great. on its, it's way to becoming the record video of Kego Lasso. So uh, I love it too. Thank you so much for being part of the family, my friend. Feel better. Uh, I know that Thank COVID you. is out of contract very, very soon <laughs> with you, but I appreciate you, Fabrizio Romano. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Always a super pleasure. See you in this week with many updates and have a nice day and have a fantastic transfer window, guys, because we are back. Absolutely. And you can't get rid of me, Fabrizio Romano. I'm going to be WhatsApping you about Villa every <laughs> single day. Thank you so much, everybody. Que golazo pod on Twitter, Fabrizio Romano on Twitter and Instagram, LMHegaray on Twitter. And you can uh, leave a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CBS Sports, and your CBS Sports app. We will see you next time. Have a great beginning to your week.